Quiz Logs, uh, October 26, 2020. It is, uh, it is a Monday. I should probably get back to recording on a Sunday, but I just got back from my, uh, shit, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot the English word for Lola, um, my grandmother's, there we go, I, I, I just got back from my grandmother's with, uh, with my sisters, and it was her birthday, so, uh, we decided to celebrate, and I don't know, like, what are your, uh quarantine specifics from where you are but in here um we're not allowed to take our um elderly outside yet i think like the limit is around 65 years old um is the max that we can get out because you know they are very vulnerable and they are the most uh i should say susceptible one to be dead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> although it's like targeting the the kids more i think but i think that's just the trend of like people who actually go outside right but anyway um yeah so i ate there ate at this uh restaurant had this uh uh seafood marinara and that is actually the pasta that that i would usually order when i do not know what to order because you can't you can't go wrong with the fucking seafood marinara. It, not carbonara, because usually, like, um, when they do carbonara wrong, it's either too bland or it is just fucking heavy. You know, in, in my experience, I guess. And when it comes... To, oh, shit. Jesus, sorry. I, I hit the uh, the mic. Um, when it comes to, you know, your regular uh, spaghetti bolognese or, um, you know, whatever spaghetti is... Uh, See, if you've eaten at a Jollibee, I think you would know what the uh, the Pinoy's uh, Filipinos, Philippines, yeah, whatever are, uh, what was that, taste for, for spaghetti, you know, which is like super sweet and like even with like bits of hot dog and, and whatever. And I think... Maybe that's the reason why, like, it caught up with like Americans with like Jollibee because, like, you know, you 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 usually um, associate spaghetti with like something salty or like with a lot of ground beef, and then here comes this, you know, which is essentially like super sweet um, spaghetti, and uh, yeah, fucking. It just took them, I guess. I I'm I'm thinking like it maybe it's because of uh the the tomato or like the the base for the sauce that we use, right? Usually, what you would get with like bolognese is like um the uh, the tomato paste or like the tomato uh they're using a tomato base, right? But in the Philippines, we use a uh, banana ketchup, and that shit's you know different than normal tasting ketchup because it's a little bit more sweeter. Now, I don't know because I'm not a ketchup guy. You know, like when I eat my hot dogs, I don't put ketchup on it. I know, it's fucking... But anyway, um, yeah. So uh, so when you fuck up, especially here where we are with uh, bolognese, it's like tasty. It's it's bolognese, bolognese, bolognese. I don't know what the fuck, how you pronounce that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, if you fuck up there... 
it's usually closer to Pinoy because you know they they're trying to like fit the from like the palate of of you know the the people who eat there I guess or they um I don't know it it, it basically tastes like ground beef placed on top of uh, noodles right so that's the opposite side of that um but yeah so i i order seafood marinara because like some places order them or like they make them spicy for some reason and i like that um and then other times like they make them like with crushed tomatoes so you don't have that sauce problem that you would probably have with a bolognese and since it's seafood, it's not going to be as heavy as a carbonara, right? Or like even a pesto. Um, again, the term that we use is umai. So, uh, which is like uh, getting sick of it or like getting too much of the taste, right? Because in Japanese, umai means, you know, delicious. But uh, in, in the Philippines, umai means, yeah, it could probably taste good, but the taste doesn't settle well. So you're you're kind of it's it, it gets old too quick. You know, that's essentially what umai or umai is wherein you know you, you just get sick of the taste even though it tasted really good, right? Um yeah, so I had that fucking seafood marinara. So all this to say <laughs> it's it's not that hard to fuck up seafood marinara and they fucked up the seafood marinara. <laughs> In fairness, uh, my sister and I fucking shared the uh, baby back ribs. And uh, I ordered the fucking seafood marinara. And, and we shared that as well. So they here, I'm guessing they kind of used probably like a canned tomato or something. And it just tasted heavy. It just... It was just too saucy for my own taste. Like maybe could have used with like an extra bit of salt or something just to heighten up the flavor. Chucking down on my JMB while kicking up the brown. Sorry, it's a, it's it's an old song. But anyway, um, yeah. So didn't like that, but I finished. You know, I always I'm a good boy and I always finish my plate. <laughs> yeah, so I fucking I finished that. Um, and then we we drove home, and then that was that. So that that was what I did yesterday. Um, I'm thinking of like making Sunday my uh, detox day, you know, because like I watched a video somewhere. Um, if I can find it, I'll fucking link it on the on the show notes. But I found a video somewhere. Like one of the reasons why we gravitate towards, um, you know, like when you gotta study and then you'd rather watch the YouTube, or like you'd rather the YouTube. Jesus, I sounded old there. <laughs> you you'd rather watch YouTube or you'd rather watch Netflix or masturbate or whatever, you know. And and what he said is that essentially the reason why we do that is because. You know, our, our minds hopped up on dopamine and it's easy to, uh, uh, give me a moment. Uh, sorry, just did a burp. Dude, I fucked up my throat earlier because like I was eating this, uh, I was eating this, uh, spare ribs, I guess you would call that. And I used this hot sauce 
uh, Don Julio is the name of the hot sauce. So um, it's it's based on like the ghost reaper, ghost pepper, I think. Not on not the California Reaper or like Carolina Reaper. It used to be the hottest chili. Now I don't. I think it's like in third place or something because they also made the Reaper X. But anyway, that that shit's fucking hot, right? Uh, but I love it. So um, I I ate that, and then for some reason, you know, my my stomach fucked up, and and I essentially choked. You know, um, like. I don't know what the fuck you call it. Here we call it nasamid, which is kind of like when you have like a reflux, so or like when your throat's fucked up, so like the esophagus gets blocked and you kind of mini throw up or something like that, and and you're choking. Um, it usually happens with water if you like drink too quickly. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck term is that. Um, if you know, you can tell me twitter.com slash Arnold. There we go. That's the plug that I needed. But anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, or essentially I regurgitated, you know, or whatever. And then for some reason, the, uh, the hot sauce stayed in my throat. Like, I don't know what part of the pork that I was eating, but it stayed on my throat and it fucking burned. Like I was, I was since I was the only one in the dinner table table eating the fucking uh, with the hot sauce. I was like just sitting on the table and fucking crying, and then my family is like, "Oh God, does he have the COVID?" Because I'm like, I'm I'm coughing up the sto- uh, a storm there, and then. I, I look for milk, you know, because that's the usual advice, like when you're when you have something spicy, right? And or like, what was that? And uh, yeah, so the the usual advice is getting milk, right? And then I found out that I stopped buying milk. I started buying almond milk because of uh, I essentially have a high cholesterol, so I ended up buying uh. Yeah, <laughs> almond milk. Um, I can't use soy because uh, uric, so I I just end up using almond milk. And then, fucking like so so that shit's useless, right? That shit's useless. And then I I went up to get this ice cream, and then I just fucking shoved it down. And then whenever I needed to burp, that fucking hot sauce would just activate on my throat, and it fucked up my throat. So I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why I'm like speaking. And like in like this voice, I don't know if, if I can change. I don't really listen to my own audio when I was just like upload it and then fucking set it there. Um, the fuck was I talking about? The fuck was I talking about? So that became like the uh, the throat thing, and then see this is this is me when you're talking to me. Like I usually talk like in a tangent, and uh. Yeah, I I usually fucking talk talk in a tangent and and just like the thoughts right is just going left and right like it it makes good conversation because usually I get into it right and then I I talk like really you know like what just happened earlier, um but at the same time I like lose my fucking train of thought, um something about there we go fucking Sunday Jesus Christ. So, yeah, so I got to do that whole dance of like, what was I thinking about? Okay, so what was I, what do I remember? And then just fucking connect the dots from there. 
Um, so yeah, Sunday is the detox day, right? Because I I remember this. Um, I remember this. Uh, what was that? This video, wherein the reason why you would rather do these things instead of your own work is because you have your you're essentially addicted to dopamine or like you're overstimulated with like whatever your things you're doing and people right now are overstimulated and we're it's easy to think of dopamine as like this happy hormone right but in reality dopamine is most likely uh linked you know don't quote me on this i'm just trying to remember the fucking vid but it's most likely linked to like the motivation hormone um or rather the reward hormone was that so the reward hormone or like the feel good hormone so it's not necessarily happy because you also have oxytocin but anyway um yeah so so the reward parts of your brain or like the 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 the, the part of your brain that says hey i did it and it feels good and i did something you know and and watching youtube and watching netflix or whatever masturbating like those can be the the level of dopamine which would probably be the same you know um in terms of like the pay in terms of like the amount that you would get would match your studying you know or, or even surpass it in a way it would it would surpass the level that you would get the 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 fulfillment and the reward that you would get um than if you you know study do your homework do an assignment or or whatever but and here's the difference why you would choose that you could do that in less than half of the time and and the payoff would probably arrive instantaneously you know the moment you watch the youtube video you know that that's when you get the fucking payoff rather than when you do your homework when you do your your assignments or or when you're even even if it's not about work right even when it's like you know if you're a youtube creator you're gonna write your script or like move with me in this podcast right <laughs> it it takes me an hour to fucking record and i usually have to find a time to look for that right so you're distracted by all these things and your brain goes wait a minute you know i could do i could do this i could go with youtube and get my dopamine now and and it will probably be better than if i did the work and another thing that goes against the work is that the payoff the moment that you get the dopamine it's delayed because you you're gonna do the work right you're gonna do the work but example if it's like an assignment or like if it's you know me you know do recording this podcast then the reward would probably be coming from like when i upload that shit which is like what an hour from now versus when i watch i don't know when i when i watch a youtube or like right now i'm actually starting of thinking i'm actually thinking of starting el camino you know the breaking bad movie you know the moment you you open that netflix and then you see jesse pinkman i assume it's about jesse pinkman i'm actually trying to uh remove uh, i'm trying i'm trying to not spoil myself but anyway um sorry i, I had to 
had to fucking step out because uh, I needed to take a pee break. <laughs> I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching my water. Uh, recently, uh, ever since I got diagnosed with like gout and hypertension, making sure that I drink like three liters. And one thing that I learned about drinking a lot of water is you take a lot of pee breaks. And <laughs> like I'm, I think every hour I'm like peeing, uh, but it's always nice to see it go clear. But anyway, see, see, this is what I told you about the tangent thing and and just how my brain just fucking thinks. Like anyway, um, yeah. So about the dopamine thing, right? So yeah, so the reason why with with the same the same reason why we get addicted to like vices and whatever, our our brain is essentially in its basis basic sorry basic form is that it is addicted to dopamine or rather the reward triggers that we get or the feel-good triggers i guess um and that is the reason why like when you get used to uh say you smoke a ton of weed right and then and or like with you know just keeping it topical i guess like with hot sauce right you eventually that spice level and this is also the reason why i don't you know i like spicy food but i don't like search for like the spiciest that i could find right because eventually if you do that then you get desensitized to the spice levels and then you keep on looking for spicier and spicier and spicier things until you know either you can't handle it or something breaks down or or uh, you hit a wall that you can't procure the spice levels anymore. So same thing with, with dopamine. That's why like when you, it, it takes, you know, a longer in terms of like porn, right? It takes you longer to find like the, the better porn. And that's what I realized like in, in right now in my late twenties is like <clears throat> when you go search for porn, like when you're a kid, right? Oh, like, Oh shit, boobs, vagine, <laughs> vagine. But anyway, um, and then you just fucking fab. Sometimes you don't even wait, you know, especially like back in my day, like when, when the internet was shit, right? So you had to go like, you had to fucking wait. I'm sorry if you're sensitive to this type of topic, you know, I'm a guy, you know, we jack off the porn. But anyway, um, yeah, sometimes you couldn't wait for the internet to load. So like you would look at the thumbnails and just fucking fab it out. But anyway, so, so yeah, it didn't take much, right? For, for you to get involved, you know? And of course, like the the prebubescent and like the the puberty hormones play a factor into that but essentially right now right with like more than two decades under my belt it uh yeah it 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 takes a while and sometimes i guess this also applies to music right sometimes you just go for the familiar you know you, you save that video that you like and then you just go ahead straight to that and then you're it's more of like you're you're fapping to the fucking memory of the porn rather than you know just actually fapping your porn <laughs> I, man if i if i ever start putting titles into this i would i would nah th- th- then the reason fucking like i i would probably get in trouble with like the the places you know what maybe i should start like adding uh titles into this 
you know, just to just to give like the the person who's like looking at my shit, and then all he sees is like fucking dates. But anyway, so yeah, so the, it's the same thing essentially. Like you're you're getting desensitized because you're so used to like peak levels of of dopamine when life can't give you more, or rather, your situation can give you more. Especially right now with the fucking COVID, right? Um, I guess that's the reason why fucking extroverts are having a bad, you know, like they're having it worse more than the introverts, I guess. Like, dude, even I'm like a fucking introvert and even I'm like fucking looking for people to talk to, I guess. But anyway, that's just me. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I started to create this podcast because I don't want to have to deal with like the, the shit cesspool of of people that you find on the internet. <laughs> I'm not saying all of them are bad, right? But you know, you meet some bad ones. Um when you're in reality you just want to fucking express yourself and, and say your thoughts and catalog them, I guess. Probably listen them and listen to them like one day and be like, shit, I thought that shit. Like dude, whenever I would see my uh Facebook status um from like years ago, I would be like, fuck, you don't know shit. Like it's just pretentious shit with like advices for like no one because you're just posting it on the fucking wall and then be like dude you don't know shit (laughs) look at this punk ass bitch but anyway um yeah so that's it and that's the reason why like um for sundays i would like to set it as like my detox day so essentially with with what I'm planning to do is like, you know, essentially have the most boring, quote unquote, relaxing <laughs> day that I could probably have by just limiting the amount of stimuli that that I could have, you know. So instead of like being on my phone as much, you know, not watching, you know, porn or like not not even just fucking jacking off, not like drinking and, and whatever, just a day for you to, to get your base Right, I I talked about mindfulness meditation, so I guess that would be the mindfulness meditation for, like my week. Um. Yeah, and I'm slowly starting to see the uh, meditative qualities of certain activities. You know, like example, right? If you're, I don't know, if you're gaming. Right, example, like when you play Minecraft or like Rust or whatever, um, and then you just listen to the background, just chopping your trees, doing shit or or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how the kids play Minecraft, but what I would do is just like chopping the trees or like I, I guess the better term would be Animal Crossing, right? You wouldn't say Animal Crossing is like very fun, you know. It it's probably be. When when you're already like in the late game grind, you know when when you're discovering things, then fine, it could be fun. But when you've already done everything, your island is like fucking five stars. You're just you know digging up fossils that you've completed, by the way. So you're just selling them, and then do oh shit, sorry, and then doing the uh, you know doing the I don't know. Yeah, just fucking that 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 late game that late game grind shit right and and it's cathartic you know just 
doing chores. That's why um, Jordan Peter- Peterson. Oh, I want to talk about him later because I've been binging on his videos. Um, Jordan Peterson said, like, if you want to feel good or like if you want to be productive or whatever, if you if you if you need um, a quick, not really a quick, but you, if you need a turnaround personality wise, clean your room, clean your fucking room and just that level of because what is the difference? Right. Let's go back to the uh, YouTube versus recording a podcast. Sorry. Uh, fucking i should probably put this right here this fucking pop filter right here so that you don't hear any fucking plosives please bring pizza to uh princess peach there we go please bring pizza to princess peach there we fucking go all right so uh going back to to my usual um you know the netflix versus podcast recording uh example right all right so assuming you get the the same level of dopamine fix for both acts right and then what um what is going against the uh the the podcast which is you know it's it's delayed you have to actually exert more effort than you probably would with like the youtube or the netflix thing and the pay the 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 payoff for the dopamine is is delayed versus like watching a YouTube vid, which is almost instantaneous, right? So what's the difference between that and 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 going with uh, the Netflix? And what makes that a better option than just watching your YouTube and Netflix after you're done watching the YouTube and Netflix shit? what do you have right aside from the added knowledge or or like the enjoyment of an experience not taking away from that but what do you have nothing you have nothing like no concrete thing to to show for it so eventually the the things that you that you felt watching that the enjoyment that you felt watching that or like the, the learnings it'll probably be going back into the the recesses of your mind right versus like with the podcast you have you know the the audio file so what i'm trying to get at at here is that like cleaning your room which is a a very fulfilling thing because you have the concrete outcome for which your action took effect from or, or is based upon from or what you got essentially yeah so you get your dopamine fix and you get something productive in the meantime right and that's the reason why like games like minecraft and 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 rust um are very cathartic or even like animal crossing are very cathartic because you know you would argue like video games are like the same as you know watching the netflix and youtube you don't get anything concrete out of it and i would argue no you don't I mean, no, that's wrong, right? You do get something out of it. It's just not physically there, but it is still there. Like with Animal Crossing, you get a better town. You know, you've you've cleaned out the town, and like with Minecraft, you've built the um your house or whatever your your goals there are. You know, versus like with Netflix, what happens after? Nothing. 
You you get nothing. You you enjoyed your time. And there is a time for that. Yes, there is also a time for video game. Yes. And there is also a time for recording the podcast. So um what the video said, it's like you need to trick your your brain into like using the example the netflix right the al camino as a motivation tool rather than an option you know so it becomes like instead of deciding should i watch el camino should i record a podcast despite no one really listening to it like you get like i don't know probably two or three v- uh, listens if you're lucky one of those is yours so like would you rather really do that or would you rather watch like a you know a uh, a sequel movie to this series that that you've really really liked watching right so there's so many things going against that and instead of a choice then it becomes a motivator right so you know what they say like work hard party harder and and the party should be a motivation for you to do it and to help you do that is you need to detox the the amount of dopamine that's in your brain because there comes a time you know like with a fucking alcoholic right you can't say to to, uh, to an alcoholic like i'll give you this booze if you clean out the yard if that guy is so addicted to alcohol right if he has reached a level of addiction then he will not clean that yard he will fucking beat you up for that alcohol. So it, it comes to a point like that. So you have to kind of like balance the uh the amount that you get. Right? And 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 I think, you know, that's what I'm that's why I'm trying this out. I think, you know, a detox would probably be good. Um the same way that I do the the fucking meditation shit. Um Yeah, so that's that's enough for the self-help i know I, I know you don't go to me for like a fucking self-help shit but anyway um i actually don't know why you're listening to this video uh this audio um it's probably because of my very nice one no i'm kidding but anyway um yeah so i mentioned uh jordan peterson right because um when i can't sleep i don't watch videos to uh I don't watch videos to to help me fall asleep like you know what load up fucking planet earth or or some shit like that no i don't do that because there you will come across a video wherein it is so interesting that it is hard to sleep right so i just play joe rogan podcast and i select like a guest that i'm not particularly interested in and because of that, I got recommendations for uh, Jordan Peterson because he's like uh, this long-time uh, guest of him. I think he appeared like three times. And then, you know, once you clicked one, then another recommendation pops up for you with his, like, thoughts and, and, and whatever. And he is by trade i guess if you would like meet him at a bar and then ask him like what do you do he would probably say he's like a clin the first thing he'll probably say is like he's a clinical psychiatrist which means like he has applied the the psychiatry that he's learning he's not a psychology major 
you know, psychiatrist implies that you have applied it with patients. And he's a little bit more hands-on. And I guess that's the reason why he's able to defeat, you know, SJWs with like their fucking, you know, virtue signaling and, and stuff like that by just basing things on pure logic, right? And one of my, one of the, the things that I would remember him even before the Joe Rogan thing is this interview with Kathy Newman wherein I think because he's very adamant in his non-use of like the pronouns that people would would you know like with transgender not even transgenders but um the the gender queer people you know people who would like to use them and 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 exhort or something like that I, I I don't really know you know I'm not it's not popular here in the philippines i guess but anyway um although there are some but anyway um yeah he refuses to use it and i think kathy newman asks right because he thinks it's like you know enforcing it through the the enforcing it through law even like with uh what what canada is doing right now i guess um that you are therefore uh, compelled to use the language and he's very much against that because you're applying things into law you could get jailed for for just not using the pronouns right but anyway um so kathy newman asks him right if you think this is an issue of free speech why do you think that a transgender's right to be offended um What was that? Why do you think that your right for free speech trumps a transgender's right to be offended or something like that? Right? Like, why should it take precedence over the the offense that these transgenders are taking? Right? And then he said, like, to be able to... Or I'm paraphrasing, of course. I don't really remember the, the interview. But he said something along the lines of, like... Because in the pursuit of accurate knowledge, you should be willing to offend someone, you know, because you should be willing to offend someone. And then he points out, like, for example, you, you're certainly willing to offend me, you know, in your pursuit of knowledge. And you get to have that right. Right? So, yeah. So, and then once you start enforcing the laws, then fucking free speech is is dead right because where that where does that stop but anyway you know i'm not here to talk about that um i have i do not have the enough experience to have a credible opinion on that because again um it is not a thing that we usually experience here in our third world country the philippines but uh <laughs> but, but yeah i think it's just it's just nice Versus someone like Ben Shapiro, right? Because it is very, or like someone like Milo, you know, whatever his last name is, because they're usually just spitting facts, right? Statistics and data and and, and whatever to try and make their opinions credible, or like rather, you know, just to try and make their um, argument credible, right? And there's a, there's a certain level, or there's a certain point wherein it just becomes like you're a little bit of a know-it-all know 
But I think what Jordan Peterson uh, brings to the table is his experience as a clinical psychiatrist. So his arguments are a little bit more nuanced or like fuller in terms of like the experience that he has undergone through. Right. So when he talks about like, you know, the the psychology of like, you know, using those pronouns or like with transgenders and, and whatever, like you you can bet your ass like he knows what he's talking about right and yeah so i've been i've been just fucking binging on that and uh yeah i don't know it is just there's so many things that that i'm like really this is a big issue really like or maybe that that's just the age showing right so Man, dude, I I have right now. You know those like boxes with like Monday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you put the pills on them. I just got that recently, so that I don't remember, I don't forget to drink my maintenance mints. And I'm like, Jesus. So this is where it begins. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I fucking oh right before I talk about that though, um, I'm starting. An, Mass Effect Andromeda, which is considered the bastard child to the uh, the Mass Effect trilogy. <laughs> but if you think about it, like in the original trilogy, I think, you know, the same way like in Star Wars, right? The best is the middle one, the Empire Strikes Back, arguably. Um, in here, Mass Effect 2 was the, was the one that essentially was the best. You know, in terms of the three, and then three kind of fucked it up at the end. The same probably thing, probably the same thing with like a um, Star Wars six, and then uh, Mass Effect one had its problems with like it a little bit being a little bit more boring, but at least it tried something new, reminiscent of again Return of the Jedi or like the original Star Wars. Um, or was it a New Hope? Yeah, I think it was a New Hope. So anyway, um. Yeah, so I started uh, playing and say what you will about like the bugs that that I could still bring it out. Like if I took the effort of like bringing out the bugs, if I became all like QA mode, I could still probably bring out those bugs. Um, but say what you will about the, the jank of the game. It looks fucking good. Like the dice engine just really looks good and especially like with wide shots i think i talked about it the other day but anyway um so yeah so now i'm deeper into that and uh, i finished i finally fucking finished breaking bad so i can finally talk about you know keeping watching that and i gotta say man out of all of them the one I feel like I resonated more. Like, the moment he shows up on screen, I can just fucking empathize with him. It's probably Jesse. And I think that was the intention, right? As as someone who... You know, because for, for like, Hank... Or not not Hank. Um, Walt. For someone like Walt to, to start going into the drug business because of his need for family and something like that... Um, it, it it doesn't really resonate with me versus, you know, someone like Jesse who kind of just got pulled into it 
and then at first it started becoming fun so something for him and then finally just shit just hits the fan and he just wants out he just wants to fucking leave and by that season by season five i guess i was like dude stop fucking stop because i was like i don't know if i talked about this uh, on on my last episode but i i was like confused because i'm like okay so gus is dead what's next right and then i i originally thought it was gonna be mike right or like some some cartels right but i guess that's the reason why vince is like a better writer than me <laughs> why why he has the emmy than me and then he eventually it, it is revealed spoilers that he is slowly walt is slowly going in to that same mindset and i i was actually talking about this with like a friend right okay so fine i'll i'll jump into walt now even though i started with jesse um anyway so yeah so wait let me just fucking finish my point for jesse i empathize with jesse more because by the end i have already seen even like in in the seas in the scenes wherein you know he was willing to give himself up for the police and and stuff like that where it played out like if you're gonna go out go out with a bang right even then i was like dude just fucking dude just fucking die man and um yeah, just fucking leave it alone, cause like you're you're causing way way more problems than you are solving them. But I guess in the end it just solves them. So yeah, so the same way in, in Jesse was like done by season five, I was also done. So I can empathize with him, in like yeah, this was fun while it lasted, but dude, it's fucking it's over. It's fucking over. Just take the money and run. And I. I agreed with him. Who walks away for five million dollars, right? And and Walt just fucking tries to argue that you know that company Gray Matter it is now worth billions of dollars, and I just ended up buying out for like fifteen thousand or or something like that. And then, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jesse was all like, no, it's not the same. And it is not the same. It is not the same. First of all, like the company was legit. You know, it there was nowhere to go but up, right? With here, with like a fucking drug empire, like, yeah, it, it is a good way up. But, you know, the, the sacrifices that he had to make along the way and just not getting caught, Right? If he gets caught, all of those things are dead. All of those things are gone. And there and here's a way for them to finally be free. You know, just to finally walk away. And it is not fifteen thousand dollars, even though the, I, I would assume that amount would probably equate to more, like if you adjust for inflation. But five million? Five million dollars. You could you could st- make a startup company for like five million, and I'm like, you know, I was talking to you know to a friend, and I was like, he could probably start up, like like a, a very successful fast food taqueria, I guess. I don't know, call it like the uh, the El Carnitas Amigos, <laughs> uh, or muchachos, 
But anyway, El Niños, right? The the El Carnitas Niños. But anyway, um so yeah, so I can finally I can, I I I was empath empath emphasizing empath empathizing. There we go. Jesus Christ. I was empathizing with Jesse by the end. Like I wanted him to just get a break. You know, the same thing with like Bojack at at the end of its season, right? In, in its last season, I was like the dude needs just like a fucking break, right? Um but anyway, uh yeah, and then yeah, let's go to fucking Walt, right? One of the things that I did not realize, especially like when I when I watched the clips on YouTube and I scrolled down on the comments and even when it's not really re- related to him, then be like Heisenberg got his, you know, drug kingpin and buyer. Heisenberg would not have let that stand. Or like, you know, there's just this like cult of personality, I guess. No, there was this, like, he had like this fucking cult following. Like he was this big kingpin guy who just outsmarted everyone. And granted for that one time with you know the kid um spoilers by the way granted with that one time with the kid wherein he it was revealed that he was actually he was the one who poisoned the kid i'm like yeah minus that one time he that guy is just failing upwards and by that i mean he's always just getting out by the skin of his teeth and at the same time, the reason why he fucked up was because of the fact that, you know, either pride or anger or something. He just, he always manages to fuck up. And that's him, not Jesse, you know, although Jesse fucks up at, at, at times too. But, you know, you can't blame him. He's like panicking almost like 70% of the time. He's like having an anxiety attack. But anyway, um, yeah, so he's just failing upwards, right? And, and. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's 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 good, I guess, or like it's very talented that he was able to escape from like multiple scenarios, but calling him like this badass kingpin, no way, dude, no way. He he is like, I guess if I could put it into business terms, he is a chef with no effective leadership quality like micromanaging and uh you know just getting the troops behind you aside from like a little bit of manipulation with like jesse's part but even then right even then jesse by the end was like no fuck you and even then everyone that he has ever lied to just learned to read him you know like with uh skyler and and to a degree like walt jr like they all saw through his bullshit and he is just like that he he is a he is very good with his technical skills but everything else the soft skills managerial human resource uh, relations right employee relations like he just fucking fails all of them you know who does succeed in them and you know who did have a drug kingpin empire fucking gus you know and and he lucked out he lucked out he fucking squeezed that out of jesse and if he didn't knew that he was fucked right so that is that is just fucking luck right there hail mary luck and and 
whenever I read the comments, right? Like Heisenberg is so cool. He's and I'm like, that's not the point. He's an asshole. I I very much hated him in in season five. You know, maybe I'm more susceptible to the writing, right? But by the end of like season season four and like even in you know in the middle of season five, like the moment when Hank Hank is actually my favorite right now out of all the the main cast. I was rooting for Hank. And not because like I like him personality wise. Again, I empathize more with Jesse, but rather just the 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 arc, the character arc that his character went through. Right? And and when it got to that moment when he finally realizes, it made sense. It made sense. Someone did a compilation on YouTube wherein, you know, the moment that he picked up the book, it just started a montage of all the the quote-unquote hints that Walter uh, gave to Hank, you know, like with the duffel bag, are you carrying bricks? No, this is dollars in cash. Or like when they were guessing what the meaning of like WW is, Willy Wonka, Walter White, you got me. And yeah, and when you play it like that, it makes sense. But I'm really thankful that they did not do that, that they played a montage of all the fuckery that uh, Walt did because that would be that would be underestimating the intelligence of your audience and they already know by that point right um but yeah just just the 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 character arc that hank had to go through like he 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 became that like douchey alpha guy um at the start and by the end he was like a fully fleshed out character right like something with Tortuga that just oh shit alright sorry I activated my google but anyway um, something with like Tortuga that just made him a little bit more mature I guess or rather headstrong wherein I guess like at the back of his mind like he he's holding Tuco and, and Tortuga um like I fucking failed there, right? I failed there. Um, I need this to redeem myself. You know, I I got that vibe from him, and it is just amazing. Like when, and by the end, when he found out like who Walt is, like credits to fucking Brian Cranston, right? That guy can act. Um, but just what Dean Norris was able to put in that scene, wherein he had to guess, and and just that scene wherein he looked at. I don't know who you are anymore. And just his face. You know, if you rewatch that scene, look at his face. That is a face of distrust. That is a face of a heartbroken and 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 bitch slapped man. And yeah, it is just fucking it is amazing writing, followed by with amazing acting in terms of like uh Walt and uh and yeah, to a degree Hank. And Aaron Paul did a good job, but when I when I watch like interviews of him or like even just scenes in like Bojack, and I'm like, mm, yeah, he's just that's him, <laughs> he's acting himself. But yeah, near the end, we're in, you know, just tell me you need this, tell me you need this. And then he said, no, do it yourself, you know, like tell me you need me to kill you. And then, and then he said, no, do it yourself. That was him finally, you know, breaking free from like this toxic relationship that he was he finally saw himself get manipulated right 
and i don't know about you but i've been in like in a toxic relationship before wherein you know you could do everything right but you fuck up once you go back to the first step so all of a sudden you're this dumb shit who can't do anything right and and stuff like that but then you know because i love you because i i care for you i we can we can do this better you can be better you know despite You've already have the evidence that you've done better, but you just made the mistake, and the mistake should not erase the good that you've did. You know, unless in like special cases, I guess. And and that's essentially how how um, Walter White, I believe, that's how he manipulated Jesse. Wherein you know you're not good, you're not complete. He's always putting him down, but he's always presenting himself as a way for Jesse to get better, right? Um, yeah. And and he was a... At, at that point, he just needed, like, the agency and to be able to make his own decisions. And, and to be, you know, and other than that, he needs to make that decision affect the uh, the guy who's manipulating him right because walter is usually you know we need to do this because of that this and that and and it is always hidden by this ideology of like i'm doing this for my family or we're doing this because we need to right but behind that you know and that's when he finally um told skylar the truth no i did it for myself right and and that was it that was just that's basically his own flaw. And when he presented that to Jesse, then all of a sudden, he wasn't talking to Heisenberg. He was talking to Walter White. I need you to do this. I want you to do this. And then he could finally say, no, fuck you. And I'm like, yes, fucking yes. You know, do that. And then... He essentially just became his own man right there and and just left, I guess. I would understand that because um, going back to the toxic relationship I've been in, like when I finally took that courage to, to break up with her and I know it would hurt her. I know in her head there wasn't any malice to, to the toxicity. Rem- There's a good line... Uh, the Jeremy Jans gave when he when I watched his review of like the season finale, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? So I know in her mind, she was she was thinking she's probably doing the good thing or like the the best thing in the option, right? I know for a fact that it would hurt her, and but at the same time, also know for a fact that it's not doing me good. You know, so I had to make that choice and just feeling that. And then at first it hurts, right? You know, when Jesse screamed at the end and I'm like, I was like that. I screamed at the end when I broke up with her. I cried and screamed and and I felt all the guilt. But then all of a sudden I realized I'm free. You know, that's, and I guess that's one of the reasons why I could empathize with Jesse because he was essentially like me in a toxic relationship. Um, or in it did, when it was good, it was fucking great. 
but uh, when it was bad it is like yeah like like your life depended on it so yeah that was uh that was my interpretation of breaking bad amazing um series i guess it it was probably like this the the same feeling that i had for uncut gems you know that adam sandler netflix thing um the same feeling i had for uncut gems it is like this but longer and just yeah it is just a master class at like building anticipation and and setting up questions for it to be answered later so that it keeps on hooking you in and even like with the questions that you forget it reminds you that it's there and then answers it and then you realize oh right so this is there's so many call forwards and like callbacks and yeah it is it is nice that i got into it versus game of thrones <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but yeah, I'm just like the, the just seeing the heartbreak, right? And I would probably, yeah, going back to Breaking Bad, I would probably put that in my uh, Mount Rushmore of series, because right, I would probably talk about these at some point, probably when I rewatch them, because um, this is actually my last week of being free. Because, like, I start work next week. Um, but anyway, I would put it in my run- Mount Rushmore now of series that I actually like. So, my Mount Rushmore goes, like, How I Met, Bojack, Community, and now Breaking Bad. It is there. Because this feels like a movie that was lengthened. And it literally shows the 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 effectivity of having a series because yeah this is what happens when you have like a cohesive story you know running behind all of it everything was well thought out every everything was well written there was basically no fat right um people keep kept bitching about the fly scene and how like that was filler and i'm like that yeah it was probably filler but at the same time you know, you get you get shit like you know with Jesse eventually taking over for for Walt and then killing the fly could be the the thing that like you know like what happens with uh, Gail Bedecker, you know because their original plan was to fucking kill Gail, but eventually what happens is uh Paul was it Paul. No, I'm thinking Aaron Paul. Uh, Jesse was the one who finally was able to kill Kale Bedecker, right? The the fucking fly, the contaminant in the lab. You know what other life uh, source was there other than Gale, other than the two? But anyway, um, yeah. So even then, even like the fatty part, just adds so much more to the substance of everything, right? I I can't think of an episode where i was like skip 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 you know and yeah it it just fucking keeps you hooked and i'm i'm really glad that i got into it instead of game of thrones <laughs> um yeah and I'm, I'm planning to watch el camino which the only thing i know about el camino is it is a sequel starring jesse pinkman that is all i know and uh better call saul I would probably watch that after, like, 
maybe next year almost because i have also another backlog of like I'm, i'm going to start vagabond again just this korean action thing that stars the the guy from gumiho um or rather my girlfriend's a gumiho so yeah um just to let the breaking bad sink in and then when i watch better call saul i'm actually thinking of waiting for it to finish um before watching it so that i don't get that like waiting for the next season anticipation um but yeah um i'll wait for that um i'm gonna watch el camino after this i'm just gonna upload this and then go straight to el camino and i'll let you know about it next week i don't think i have time for for an advice again because i i talk too much breaking bad and it's already over an hour so yeah this has been kuya's logs all right if you want me to talk about something if you want to ask something please reach out to me (laughs) so that this doesn't feel like a one-way therapy session but anyway um reach out to me at like uh twitter dot com slash kuya k-u-y-a arnold my name's the the title is is the fucking my twitter handle um or go to my gmail at kuya a joseph so that's k-u-y-a a two a's joseph at gmail.com if you want it like a little bit more anonymous i guess um yeah so that was it kuya's logs October 26. Thanks for listening.